Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Free Association. Um, this is probably going to be a clip show. I don't know what I'm going to play yet. I'm going to have a look on YouTube, I think, first of all. I've got the windows open, so if you can hear chainsaws in the background, that would be why. It's the 31st of August, 2022. It's just coming up to 10.30 in the morning. And it's about 15 degrees, something like that. Let me just have a look at YouTube and see if anything jumps out at me. From there. Oh, Mikhail Gorbachev's died, so let's, uh, let's listen to the BBC on that. as a news item very definitely so Mikhail Gorbachev the last leader of the Soviet Union has died at the age of 91 he made it his mission to push for perestroika political and economic reforms to kickstart the Russian economy and set the goal for glasnost more openness and transparency he oversaw enormous changes namely the breakup of the Soviet Union in 1991 and the end of the Cold War President Putin, who had a sharply divergent view of how things should be done, has expressed his deep sympathies. Our Russia editor, Steve Rosenberg, has this look back at his life. He was the kind of Russian leader the world had never seen. Mikhail Gorbachev smiled. He was relaxed. In the West, he acquired almost pop star status for helping to end the Cold War. But at home, it was a different story. Born in the days of dictator Joseph Stalin, Gorbachev became a committed communist, rising fast through the ranks of the Soviet Communist Party to the ruling Politburo. Gorbachev stood out. He was young, energetic, unlike his colleagues. As Kremlin old-timers died in quick succession, the USSR was looking more like a cemetery than a superpower. But in 1985, Gorbachev became leader and launched perestroika reforms to reinvigorate the Soviet Union. At home, there were Western-style walkabouts. Abroad, he charmed an Iron Lady and a US president. Together, Gorbachev and Reagan slashed their nuclear arsenals. With a reformer in the Kremlin, Eastern Europe saw a chance to break free from Moscow. When the Berlin Wall fell, crucially, Gorbachev refused to intervene to prop up the Iron Curtain. Where 
огромное дело, касающееся немцев, нас, всей Европы, всего мира. By now, his own country was breaking apart amid ethnic conflicts and economic chaos. Gorbachev was losing control. In August 1991, communist hardliners staged a coup. It collapsed, but soon after, so did the Soviet Union. President Gorbachev resigned, and the USSR was consigned to history. Many Russians still blame Gorbachev for letting a superpower slip away. Some of what he changed didn't last. The arms race and geopolitical tension are back. Gorbachev will be remembered for at least having tried to end the rivalry between East and West. But I will remember him for this. After one interview, he invited me to play his piano while he sang the favorite songs of his late wife. It was a surreal but special moment that showed the warm human side of the Russian leader who'd struck a chord with millions around the world. Mikhail Gorbachev, who has died at the age of 91. Well, let's uh, go to Moscow now and speak to Steve Rosenberg, our Russia editor. And Steve, a man so very different to the man in charge of Russia now. In his final years, what do we know about what uh, Mikhail Gorbachev was thinking about the direction his country was taking under Vladimir Putin? Well, for the last two and a half years, um, Mikhail Gorbachev was in poor health and spent the last two and a half years in hospital, making very few public statements. But uh, I remember 10 years ago when I interviewed him, he was quite critical of Vladimir Putin and the direction in which Russia was moving. Um, in recent years, less so. And in fact, Mikhail Gorbachev actually supported the Russian annexation of Crimea. Uh, the, the Ukrainian peninsula back in 20, 2014. Now, this was a man who was seen as a hero in the West, but he had faults, he had flaws, he was only a human being, he had shortcomings. To a large extent, he was naive. But I think a couple of things set him apart from other Soviet officials and bureaucrats um, and leaders uh, we've seen before. That was his humanity. It was very warm, personable. Uh, kind of person. And also, he had this desire, this urge to try to make the world a safer place, to do what he could to end the confrontation between East and West. And he managed, he achieved that, you know, together with the American president, Ronald Reagan, nuclear disarmament went ahead, the Cold War ended. But, you know, Mikhail Gorbachev hadn't set out to destroy communism or destroy the Soviet Union. Those things happened. Right? He lost control of the reforms that he started. He wanted to reinvigorate the Soviet Union. It didn't work. And in the end, he was left without his own country. And that is why many Russians um, have never forgiven him for the disintegration uh, of the Soviet Union. Steve, I remember as a child watching the news and, and being astonished by the sudden and obvious warmth in relations between the Soviet Union 
and the West because of Mikhail Gorbachev, watching the smiles and the handshakes between him and, and Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher. It was just so different to what had come before. But how was it that such a, a breath of fresh air was allowed to come to power by the old guard? Well, I think there was a realisation by the mid-1980s that the Soviet Union needed fresh blood. You know, there'd been a, su a succession of Soviet leaders, aging leaders, reclusive leaders who'd come and gone, they'd died. There were so many funerals taking place uh, on Red Square. And I think there was a general feeling that this was the time for a younger man, a man with the energy to try to do something to reform the Soviet Union. He tried with perestroika, this reconstruction. He tried to open up the country. He talks about glasnost, openness. Um, Russians, for the first time, really, were given uh, the chance to criticize their own government. There was more freedom of speech. Uh, there was an excitement uh, towards the end of the 1980s and a lot of hope. But by 1989, 1990, 1991, that was fading because the economy was in ruins. I was a student in Moscow in uh, 1989-1990 and the shops were pretty empty i mean we students were given uh, ration cards uh, to buy sugar to buy other pro produce the economy was in ruins and that is one reason why um, the soviet people turned against him steve thank you very much uh, Vanessa steven rosenberg uh, um, moscow russia editor uh, good to talk to you all right that was the bbc's report on the the death of Mikhail Gorbachev. Let's see what else we've got on here. One of the 20th century's most consequential leaders died this evening in Moscow. Mikhail Gorbachev was the last leader of the Soviet Union who sought to usher in an era of openness from behind the Iron Curtain. But just over six years later, the Soviet Union was no more, ending the defining conflict of the post-war era. Christmas Day, 1991, the hammer and sickle, the red banner of the disintegrating Soviet Union is lowered for the last time over the Kremlin. The last general secretary of the Soviet Communist Party, Mikhail Gorbachev, addressed his people. In the situation which follows the establishment of the Commonwealth of Independent States, I hereby cease to act as the president of the Soviet Union. Gorbachev and his dying regime had survived a coup attempt just a few months earlier, but the long and cold road that led to that December day was years, decades in the making. Forty years of Cold War between the U.S. and Russia, both with enough weapons to destroy the planet many times over. The early 1980s were among the most frigid days of that Cold War, with a new American president, Ronald Reagan, who made his name as an anti-communist. He proposed major defense increases and ratcheted up the denunciations of Moscow. And beginning with the 1982 death of longtime leader Leonid Brezhnev, came two more old guard Soviet leaders. Both died in office quickly. Into this leadership vacuum stepped 54-year-old Mikhail Gorbachev, unanimously elected party head in March of 1985. He was the youngest member of the Politburo and became the first and only Soviet leader born after the 1917 revolution. He set out to reform an ossified and corrupt system likely beyond reform. He had two main platforms. One, perestroika, or restructuring. We need more enterprise, more democracy, more organization and discipline. 
then we will be able to bring perestroika up to full speed and give new impetus to developing socialism. He would meet President Reagan the next year in Iceland for the first of several hugely consequential summits over nuclear weapon matters. The adversaries became allies in this effort, with Reagan's famous motto leading the way, trust but verify. All the while, Reagan kept up the pressure, dubbing the Soviets the evil empire and making this demand in West Berlin in front of the Berlin Wall. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. In 1989, the Berlin Wall began to crumble, the death throes of more than 40 years of communist domination that would end with Gorbachev leaving office that cold Christmas night. He died today in Moscow. He was 91 years old. For more on Mikhail Gorbachev's legacy. All right, I think that's probably enough on Mikhail Gorbachev for the time being. 12 minutes is pretty much enough. Um, I'll be back a bit later on. Thanks for listening.